0: Today is the 20th of September, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If anyone was wondering what happened to yesterday's episode, we didn't actually put an episode out yesterday out of respect for the National Day of Mourning here in the United Kingdom as Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth was laid to rest. So thank you for bearing with us yesterday. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, we have the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which can be downloaded. And if you'd like support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've given us your glorious future as the basis for our lives. We thank you that on this foundation we forget our present troubles and believe that the power of good can move us today to oppose sin, death, and ultimately everything evil. Heavenly Father, free our hearts from all burdens. And grant that we may have courage to wait patiently for the great help which you've promised us and the great help which is to come. Help us to see that what is happening in the world today may somehow help towards a solution of the problems. We give you praise. We praise you for the good that you do for us each day and for all the light that you will shed one day on everything on earth, to the glory of your name. Amen. Matthew 24, 4. Then Jesus replied to them, Watch out, that no one deceives you. One of the challenges we face as Christians is knowing the truth. Jesus describes himself as the way, the truth, and the life in the Gospel of John. He said that we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. So it makes sense that when we know Jesus, we know the truth. So how well do you know Jesus? I mean, let's face it, there is a lot of rubbish out there about Jesus, ranging from Jesus being gay, to Jesus being married with children, through to my favorite, Jesus being an emanation of divine light. As postulated by those who hold a Gnostic understanding of Jesus. But what do we know about Jesus? Well, our main source of information about Jesus is the record that we have in the Gospels and Luke's Acts of the Apostles. But there are at present 136 secular records that show that Jesus not only existed, but that he was crucified and that he rose from the dead. To put this into context, that's 13 times more evidence than there is for Tiberius Caesar. The emperor, who was in power at the time of Jesus, has less evidence for his existence than the carpenter from Nazareth. And most historians agree that the evidence for the historical Jesus is rock solid. We are his followers, and so we walk in his path, the path of truth. Knowing the truth about Jesus means that we can rely on him, that we know that what he says is true. And so when we walk in his path, as I said, we walk in a path of truth, and it's on that path that we are set free. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Matthew 24. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, we read these words, and we ask for your wisdom, and we ask for your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading Matthew 24. As Jesus left and was going out of the temple complex, his disciples came up and called his attention to the temple buildings. Then he replied to them, Don't you see all these things? I assure you, not one stone will be left here on another that will not be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples approached him privately and said, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Then Jesus replied to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah and they will deceive many. You're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed because these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these events are the beginning of birth pains. Then they will hand you over for persecution and they will kill you. You'll be hated by all nations because of my name then many will take offense, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold. But the one that endures to the end will be delivered. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination that causes desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place. Let the reader understand this. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down to get things out of his house. And a man in the field must not go back to get his clothes. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray that your escape may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. For at that time there will be great tribulation the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now and never will again. Unless those days were limited, no one would survive. But those days will be limited because of the elect. If anyone tells you then, look, here is the Messiah, or over here, do not believe it. False messiahs and false prophets will arise. They'll perform great signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Take note. I have told you in advance. So if they tell you, look, he's in the wilderness, don't go out. Look, he's in the inner rooms, don't believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the carcass is, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the celestial powers will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the people of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a loud trumpet, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near at the door. I assure you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now concerning that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, except the Father only. As the days of Noah were, so the coming of the Son of Man will be. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah boarded the ark. They didn't know until the flood came and swept them all away. So this is the way the coming of the Son of Man will be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken away, and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, and one left therefore be alert since you don't know what day your lord is coming but know this if the homeowner had known what time the thief was coming he would have stayed alert and not let his house be broken into this is why you must also be ready because a son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect who then is a faithful and sensible slave whom his master has put in charge of his household to give them food at the proper time That slave, whose master finds him working when he comes, will be rewarded. I assure you he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked slave says in his heart, My master is delayed, and starts to beat his fellow slaves, and eats and drinks with drunkards, that slave's master will come on a day he does not expect, and at an hour he does not know. He will cut him to pieces, and assign him a place for the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture, that those words of Matthew, that may have just caught our attention. And after music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and support you. On a personal note, those of you who've been listening to Walking the Way long enough know that I have a an ongoing back problem, and it has flared up something chronic. Um, so I'd appreciate your prayers, please. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is a prayer for those who live in care homes. In those care facilities where we we seem to put those people we can't we can no longer care for. Let's pray for those living in care facilities, shall we? Heavenly Father, we ask for comfort and hope for those who are in nursing homes. May they feel your presence and know you see them as precious and having your love in their hearts. Lord, may they be treated with dignity. We pray also for the caregivers. They have such a hard job and many times don't receive acknowledgement for all they to do. Lord, may they know the importance and the beauty of their job and realize they are bringing to you the people they are serving. So, Lord, give them strength when they become tired and patience when the job becomes stressful. Finally, Father, may the people who make decisions regarding the money that nursing homes receive know that one day they too will be older. And we ask, Lord, that they be sensitive to the needs and the challenges of these wonderful, wonderful people. Amen